What's going on everybody? This is Chris and uh, we've got a little snow day going on here today and I uh, wanted to share uh, just a few minutes with you guys uh, about, uh, uh, well, a quick devotion and uh, maybe even just uh, kind of what's coming up just a little bit too. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, for anybody that's joining in, thank you for, for joining with us. We're glad to have you and uh, just... Uh, you know, feel free to, to comment or, you know, whatever you want to do there. I don't know that I'll be able to interact a whole lot. I'm actually uh, hanging out here with my family uh, in our living room, and uh, uh, it's been kind of a cool uh, last couple days because um, we have uh, several neighbors. Uh, many of them come to church with us, uh, part of our micro church even, uh, and that sort of thing. And, uh, and so many of them have been over uh, the last couple of days hanging out, kids playing in the snow, um, and all that good stuff. So uh, anyway, we've, we've had a good time with all that. Uh, and eating food and all of those things, I made sure to get my uh, pre-snow hot chicken uh, before. And uh, so we've had chili and hot chicken and all the things that uh, are from... The Lord, and so uh, anyway, on top of all that, uh, just getting to hang out uh, with friends, and 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 the whole idea of just even our micro churches is that uh, you know that we could be neighbors uh, with people, have our neighbors as a part of community, gospel community with us uh, in our homes, be there for one another, and those kinds of things, which has been pretty awesome uh, to get to see, and and even uh, this was cool uh, a couple nights ago. Even had uh, one of our neighbors that. Uh, we've been praying for and that I've, I've become friends with over the last few years. Um, uh, he came over and hung out with us, and, and that was awesome too. So, uh, been been pretty been pretty good stuff. So, uh, on top of all that, uh, Aaron had uh, a couple of friends from out of town uh, that uh, are from Florida, but they were up here, uh, and I, I want to just kind of share just briefly a little bit about uh, what's going on with them, and you guys can be praying for them and their names are uh, Nelson and Heather Cacciatore. They're, they're over here hanging out. Hey. And uh, we, uh, they, they, have, uh, they have actually been helping to foster a child uh, who's just not in a good situation. I won't get into a bunch of details about it, uh, but just, just a bad situation uh, and, uh, and just felt led. And it's a family member of theirs as well, and they just felt led to step in well. Just so happened that uh, that f the family of that child, who now have the child again, uh, have are up this way, live up this way, and so they were up here when the snow hit uh, and kind of stuck in a hotel room for a couple of days and that kind of thing. And uh, we're really hoping to continue to uh, try to see about them uh, caring for this child. And so I just bring that up uh, just for you guys to pray for them, pray for. Pray for that child. Pray for them. Uh, pray for that situation. Uh, we all know God's uh, sovereign over all things. And uh, there's Savannah acting goofy. And um, anyway, and then there's the, the rest of our crew over there. If you want to see them, like I said, all acting goofy and all that good stuff. So anyway, uh, but yeah, be, be praying. Be praying for Nelson and Heather and uh, be praying for their family through all of that. 
so you'll hear my kids screaming in the background. Won't be any different than you know a normal Sunday, I don't guess. So, uh, but anyway, uh, we uh, we want to uh, invite you just to if you got a, if you got a Bible with you, you want to uh, get it out. We're going to go to the Book of Romans real quick. Uh, and of course, you can hit pause and come back to it or whatever you need to do, since it's just going to be on the page here anyway. Uh, but uh, I want to share with you uh, just briefly a passage uh, out of Romans, and I'll be honest with you, uh, we did not want to cancel today. I didn't. I didn't want to cancel today. Um, really, kind of fought even the thought of canceling today, uh, and uh, you know, in doing so, um, you know, just after seeing pictures and talking with several people that have been by and looking at the facility and stuff, there's just some there's some aspects about our facility that the sun just doesn't get to sometimes, and uh, there was still just a lot of ice under snow, and obviously that's bad, and we don't want somebody getting hurt uh, because they've tried to come. Uh, beautiful thing is with technology, uh, we're able to uh, you know be able to do things like this, so that's an awesome thing too. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Romans 10, uh, and and a part of I'll just be honest, part of why. I really didn't want to cancel today because I was pretty jacked up about what I was going to be preaching about today. And so yesterday I began uh, really thinking about, you know, what would be, you know, kind of a, a lead up that wasn't the lead up from last week because I talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, what would be the lead up of, uh, you know, what we're going to be talking about next Sunday, which was what I was going to talk about today. Uh, and so this passage, uh, as I was just studying through different passages, this passage just really uh, came came to mind and spoke to my heart. And I just decided that it would be a good and, and just easy thing for us to look at briefly and, and challenging and hopefully help us set up what we're going to be doing next week, which I hope that you can come and join us in. Romans 10, verse 8, it says this. It says, but what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's a pretty strong, pretty strong statement. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's, I mean, that's just strong. And so, and so this morning, you know, that, that piece, and I want to, I want to continue reading here in just a minute, but that piece is this reminder for us that we can't earn salvation. You know, what God did, he did for us as a gift. Uh, it's not something that we can earn. It's not something that we can uh, be good enough for, go to church enough for, any of those things. It's not about that. If you go to, if, if you hear a preacher that's telling you stuff like that, well, uh, they're trying to feed you a bunch of junk. So, uh, you know, listen to the word of God and not man. Uh, and so, uh, you know, in this passage, we understand a couple things. There's this, uh, there's this aspect of confessing but I really believe that that comes out of the other piece of that, which is believing in our hearts. Uh, you know, anybody can say anything, but it's clear to us that this is a heart issue for us, uh, that if you believe in your heart, uh, then you will be saved. Uh, for with the heart, one believes and is justified. And with the mouth, one confesses and is saved. And so, you know, they go hand in hand. You can't, you can't do one without the other if you're trying to do one without the other. Uh, 
uh, you've missed it. Uh, you've you've become the legalist and all of that good stuff, and 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 that's not good stuff. So don't do that. Uh, don't fall into that. Don't fall into you know I'm going to do so many good things that then I'm going to be seen in the eyes of God as good. No, we're 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 just sinners. We we need Jesus. I mean, it's just it's as simple as that. And so God saw understood that need in our lives, and He made a way for us uh, to be saved, to be a part of his family that we would be called sons and daughters and and that's huge for us today and so the first thing is you know uh, there's this heart issue and so the big question is if you're watching this if you're listening to this is have you believed uh, or are you one of those folks that you're just kind of going you know it's just a bunch of junk and you know it's not for me and I don't believe or I'm still thinking about it and I don't know if I do or not um, I just encourage you. Uh, faith is a huge thing, uh, and putting your faith in Christ is a huge thing. And so, uh, this morning, I just, I just encourage you. Uh, I, I challenge you, as God may be speaking to your heart, maybe you would put your faith in Christ, trust in Him. Uh, I just, what if, what if, what if it's real? Why let pride get in the way of being something that would keep us from believing uh, in in the only thing in this world that gives us hope? This 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 world is completely not full of hope. I mean, the Titans proved that to us yesterday, right? I love our Titans and all, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, our our hope is not here. Our our hope can't be. Uh, in people, I mean, I don't know when the last time was uh, you were on social media, uh, you know, and, you know, spending some time reading through, you know, some different things there. But, uh, I mean, you know, I'm I'm amazed how negative people can be uh, to each other. And I've been guilty of that, too. I'm not, you know, discounting myself here. Uh, we all make mistakes, and it's just this constant reminder we're all sinners and we all need Jesus. And so this morning, as, as we're thinking about that, we're thinking about that peace, you know, where's our belief? Where's our faith? Is it in us? Is it in something we can do? Or is it in the work of what God has done through sending his son Jesus to be the perfect and the only sacrifice that could take the place of our sins? Sin, sin has uh, a consequence. The consequence is death. Uh, we've all fallen short and we've all sinned. And so we're all due uh, to get that death. But the, but the beauty of what Christ did for us is that that, that sin uh, can be forgiven. Uh, and that when we do die, we don't die the same death. We die to a death that we have eternity. And, and not only that, but even in this life, our lives are changed. My life was changed the moment that I came to know Christ, the moment that I came to know Jesus. And so uh, this morning, I just challenge you, uh, where's your faith? What are you believing in? Don't let it be you. Don't let it be your stuff. Don't let it be how good you are at something, because eventually you won't be that good at it. I mean, eventually you'll fail at it. That's just, that's just, that's just life. And, and it's not to try to be negative Nancy. Uh, it's just to remind us that our hope is in Christ. Our hope's not in us. And it's definitely not in here. And so the rest of this passage I want to read. Just a, It's just a couple of verses. Verse 14. And it says, it says, How then will they call on him who have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard. Who's they? Well, it's the people that haven't believed. And so just even like right now, maybe you're one of those people you're watching, and you're like, well, I haven't believed, I don't believe in that mess, uh, or whatever. Uh, well, 
I just encourage you, you know, believe, try, you know, see, see, see what happens or, or have a conversation to call one of us, email, you know, whatever. We'd love to talk to you about this. If there's anything in the world I'd love to talk to people about, it's what it means to know the Lord. Uh, but it says, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him who they have not heard? And it goes on, it says, and how are they to hear without someone preaching? They have to hear the gospel. At some point in time, they have to hear the gospel. So how do they hear the gospel? If they don't hear about it, if they don't hear the truth, you know, I can, uh, you know, the uh, here's my go-to illustration, so just get ready for it. You know, the greatest car in the world may be, you know, sitting in the garage next door at my neighbor's house. He may have the car of my dreams that any of you guys know how much I love cars, you know, but, uh, you know, and, but you know what, if, if I don't know about it, I can't go over there and enjoy it. I can't even go look at it. I mean, he has to tell me it's there. Uh, you know, and, and if we care for the people that God has put in our lives, uh, whether it be our neighbors, our family members, or whatever it might be, uh, you know, then for us today, I think it's this reminder uh, that, you know, in, in whatever we do, we are called to be a part of the process of the preaching of the gospel. And so for us this morning, you know, I think I think for so many times when we've read maybe this passage or others and we hear the word like preaching that says, and how are they to hear without someone preaching, we assume that means the literal preaching and teaching of God's word. And I think that that's part of it. But I think part of it, too, is, is that those people that God has placed in our lives are supposed to be uh, are, are, are being led to the Lord by us who love them, who care for them, not just preachers, not just pastors, but us as ministers of the gospel, which is all of us who has believed uh, in Christ to be enough uh, and to save us. And so uh, this morning, uh, I think that that's very real for us. And in verse 15, it goes on, it says, And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. How are they to preach unless they are sent? We're sent. All of us who are believers have been sent. Um, you know, and, and I've been reminded of that just even over the last few days of getting to hear stories, even getting to hear uh, Nelson and Heather talk about coming up and some of the people that they've met while they've been here stuck in a hotel, getting an Uber, uh, cab drivers, all these other things of just the opportunities they've gotten to have to minister, to love on others that God has put in their path. Uh, you don't need a degree to be a preacher of the gospel. All you need is Jesus. In fact, we are all sent. And so this morning, I just want to encourage you that where you are, uh, that you would, you would think about that, pray about that. Now, you may be, maybe you're in one of those spots right now. Maybe you're in one of those spots where you forgot that part of the call on your life. Maybe you've grown tired of it. Uh, maybe you've, you know, somebody and I were messaging even last night about just what it's like to even post something about our faith even these days on social media and just the, some of the comments that you get or how people act or, or whatever. And you know, and and in this and in this world, every day it gets a little worse when it comes to you know just how we are viewed as as believers and that kind of thing. But we can't lose heart over those things because we have the very thing that they need. Uh, and for us this morning, we've got to be reminded of that. We've got to be reminded that we have been sent to take the good news to them. And so 
uh, whether you've grown tired of it, forgotten about that call, um, you know, uh, you know, and maybe maybe you're at a place in life where you're thinking, you know, I can't do it anymore. I can't get back up, and I can't do that anymore, Chris. I'm tired of you know all this of all that stuff, and I've just been knocked down too many times or whatever. I, I want to remind you of something. Number one is this: God goes before us. This is His mission. It is not ours. We have been sent on something that, that he designed from the beginning. It is his, and it is his perfect plan and perfect will. And it is the plan and perfect will for our lives. It is what completes us. It is what gives us opportunity uh, to be used by God, is to just follow him and allow him to lead us through and in the lives of others. The greatest ministry that we have is others. That's why Jesus says over and over throughout Scripture, you know, love others, love your neighbor as yourself, all those things. Our ministry is the ministry of the gospel to other people, period. And so, you know, for us, I think even this morning as we continue to do something we talked about uh, a few weeks ago uh, on top of remembering that God goes before us and in, in doing his work uh, is to be reminded that we're called to pray for one another, praying for one another in the church, but also praying for those people that God has put in our lives, praying for those, praying for those cab drivers, praying for those neighbors uh, that finally come over after years or whatever it is uh, that, that we would get to uh, love on one another, care for one another, um, and, and be used by God as a part of his, his mission. He doesn't have to have us to do this. He chooses to use us to be a part of this, uh, which is such an awesome thing for us. And so uh, this morning, I just I just pray uh, that as you're thinking about that, and, may, and maybe it wigs you out to be thinking about, you know, letting God use you to talk to somebody else about him or whatever. Uh, I, I just want to, I want to encourage you that next week, next Sunday, we're going to be talking about uh, overcoming the things of this world to fight for our lives, to fight for his mission, to fight for what he He's called us to do. That's what we're talking about next week. That's what I was jacked up about talking about today, and I'm having to put it off for another seven days. So uh, it is what it is, uh, and I'm glad that we're getting to do this together at least anyway. So uh, anyway, I, I'm praying. I'm praying for us as a church in this community that God would use us. Even got to talk to our sheriff for just a minute this week uh, about some of that, uh, continuing to seek that out and what God is going to use us as a body of believers. Why did he bring the people that he's brought together as 24 church this amazing talented uh, uh, group of people who have influence in so many different areas in our community and in this world uh, i am amazed by the people that he's brought together it is not by accident that we are together and definitely not by accident that is for in this time in our community that we would be together uh, that we're called to love one another but we're called to minister to this community, to reach this community, and, and we are being sent, and we are being sent with the gospel. And so be praying about all that. Be praying about how God wants to use us. I don't completely know. I've got some ideas, uh, and I'm excited about some of that, but um, I don't know completely what God wants to do. That's the beauty of it is it's it's his thing, not ours. And so... Um, Anyway, this morning, uh, I just uh, just ask that you be praying about that. Be praying about how God wants to use you specifically as a part of his body. Uh, yeah, to be faithful in serving in things like Sunday morning stuff, but, but in be, just us being faithful in serving 
every day of our lives that this isn't a Sunday morning thing, that this is who we're called to be all the time kind of thing. So anyway, thank you so much for joining in. Let me uh, just kind of mention to you as well uh, that, uh, you know, obviously the day-to-day operations of the church uh, function based upon people's giving. If, if you are a part of the church, I'm not asking people who are not a part, uh, unless you're just feeling led to do so, uh, but if you're a part of the church and you, and you would like to give, uh, you can go online and do that at 24church.com, uh, or you can even uh, do text giving, uh, which I've yet to try. We do the online thing all the time, but, um, you know, the text giving thing's pretty cool, and, and a ton of people have been doing that, and thank you so much for your faithfulness in doing that. But the number for that, if you want to do that, is 615-247-5434. And so, uh, again, uh, for our our church folks, for for our folks at 24, and for just if you're feeling led to do that, then obviously that would be awesome too. We'd love for you to be able to do that. Uh, Church office is closed tomorrow for Martin Luther King Day. Um, And I just encourage you, spend some time with your families if you can. Um, You know, uh, talk to them about even who Martin Luther King was and what he talked about. The man loved Jesus and he loved people. Uh, I mean, he oozed the gospel uh, in what he did. And, and man, what what an awesome thing for us to get to share with our kids uh, and with others. So uh, let that not just escape us because we got a day off from school or work or whatever it is. Uh, and maybe you don't have a day off from work like a lot of folks don't. But, uh, uh, you know, try to, try to take a, a few minutes and just spend some time with people that you care about, love. Make some phone calls. Pray for one another. Uh, and uh, join us back next week, 9 a.m. or 1045 uh, at uh, 24 at the warehouse. And we'd love for you to join us. And again, we'll be talking about uh, fighting for our lives to do the mission that God has called us to. Thank you so much for joining in today. And uh, my hair is looking fantastic today, isn't it? Amen. It's looking crazy because I'm at my house and I don't care. So, hey, we're glad to have you uh, signing off. Can I get a woo from the kids? How about a woo? That was the weakest woo I have ever heard. Troy Lincoln, I've already seen your woo on there.